The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Hello, Mary Lou. Goodbye, Goodbye. heart. Sweet Mary Lou, I'm so in love with you. I like Ricky Nelson a lot. Did I ever tell you that we went to go when we went up cruise and we saw Nelson? Yes, you did because Kelly was uh, immensely jealous about that. And we got we, 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 we they did this whole thing about this thing with their father with Ricky Nelson. It was fantastic, man. And we got to um, see him at the breakfast thing the next morning, and I got a picture with him somewhere. It was great. You know, it'd be great <laughs> as if OCBC were to play on a cruise. I know, right? and then Tori could just kind of just would start it. And we would say, "Hit it, Tori." Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast, and now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Good. You thought you, you thought you, I lost you for a second there, didn't you? Yeah, you kind of zoned out there. You, you've got a new computer. You don't have printouts. Exactly. You're high tech. I, exactly. I don't know what's going on here Ooh, tonight. New Neil. No, but it's, whatever it is, the it's new number, Neil. It's number 135. 135, as in. What is, what is that as in? You know who's number 135 on the Major League Baseball all-time hits? Who's that? With 2,000. 356, it is your catcher, Carlton Fisk. My catcher? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> he was on the Red Sox. Yes. He was on the White Sox. He famously did the yeah, thing to keep, right, the, to keep the his ball. home run fair right. in Fenway. I believe, that was, I believe that was 1978 or 77. Yeah, so that's his 135 on the all-time hits list. Who knew? I mean, that's I would, uh, that's pretty good for, for a catcher, right? Not bad for a catcher. I really... I, 135 is 2,356. I thought 2,000's hit was a a big number. Well, it is uh, only if you're playing for the OC Bombers. That's correct. Neil, today in history. What's going on today in history? We're going way back. Way, way back. To 1184 B.C. Wow. B.C. So that's... that's I, don't, a, I think Bud and Eileen were around back then, were they? I, I don't think they were. And I don't even think Charlton Heston... Sorry about that. <laughs> Charlton Heston being Moses was around then. I don't know. Uh, but the Greeks entered Troy using oh, yeah. the Trojan horse. Oh, yeah. Big uh, deal. You know, yeah. you use Trojan horse. It's sure. viruses uh-huh. today. And then let's fast forward a little bit. Okay. To 1901. Okay, it's just just a few decades. Where the aforementioned <laughs> Chicago White Stockings oh, oh, wow. win against the Cleveland Blues in the first game played in baseball's American League. Ooh. How about them? This athletes? wasn't the Black Sox. Scandal. No, that that wasn't until like 1917, 1918, right, okay. so somewhere okay, in there. Right, so right. Yeah, John Cusack, he really didn't want to do it, but it looks like he did, right? <laughs> And then let's let's finish this up with 1981. The year I graduated Nassau Community College. Oh, very nice. Uh-huh. It's also the same year that Billy Shoemaker won his 8,000th race as a horse jockey. Wow. Who doesn't know Billy Shoemaker? And that was 2,000 more than any other jockey at the time. Now, since then... Yeah, what's the deal now? Russell A. Bays... Who? ...has won... <laughs> 12,000. Oh. Yeah, like, I don't know who that I'm, is. I'm like the Parge family kids. Who? <laughs> but I can bet you Russell A. Bays is yeah. probably three foot, four inches yeah, tall. sure. Just a little bit taller than Al Roker. Uh, <laughs> and that is scary looking, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. Uh-huh. All right, Neil, today in music history, yeah, so what today, do you got for today us? Today in music history, 1968, Louis Armstrong was number one in the UK with the single What a Wonderful World at 69 years of age and made Armstrong the oldest ever to score a UK number one. Now, here's the interesting thing, Scotty. 
a UK. UK. This was not a big hit in the United States, right? Oh, in it was played at like every wedding. Oh, well, well, we're, we're going to get to that in a second. Ooh. We're going to get to this in a second. But here's what happened. 68, apparently the ABC kind of executive said he didn't like the song and he didn't promote it. He wanted like a, like a whole little dolly. He's telling Louis Armstrong what to do. No, you, you don't tell Louis what, so Satchmo, then, the great Satchmo, then, then, what to do. Exactly. Neil. Then it got resurrected in 1986 with Good Morning Vietnam. Oh right, right. And then it's so. Then it went number. Then it then it was top forty, and then it became you every know, the, wedding right, I went to for and, that and time bar mitzvah, period. right? Yeah, you know the, uh, the, the, the 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 sibling parent ca- uh, dance, right? And I think to myself, it's a, but it's a beautiful song. It really is. What a wonderful. And I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, Satchmo, the source. Okay, Neil. Yes. Who sweats more, me or Satchmo? <laughs> it's close. Pretty close. And that, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. is today. In history, I'm surprised you didn't. You did not go with uh, Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston uh, got a divorce in 2007. That wasn't on my radar screen for some reason. I, well, I, it's music uh, history. Uh-huh. Bobby Brown and it wasn't Whitney. on my website that it came out. They but. had a great reality TV show. Neil, let's open up the uh, feedback machine. The feed- what do you say? Because we've stacked it up. We haven't. Uh, we didn't do feedback last week. Oh yeah, Kelly. We had the uh, you know the craft. I mean, services. when you have. Ketchup on popcorn. popcorn. You just don't it's have kind of a hard stop. Oh, time for <laughs> feedback. Oish. Yeah. From the listeners, they said Neil and Scott should try to eat styrofoam and Play-Doh sandwiches. So this was from our Would You Rather. Would uh, you rather right, eat yeah. styrofoam I, or Play-Doh? So now they're combining it, I guess, with the No, it's Play-Doh. You can eat Play-Doh. Yeah, why? why? I do all the time. And, and, uh, if it's edible, if it's non toxic, I'll try it. Can we use it's got anything? It's got Neil. Let's do as long a. as it's non toxic. Neil, let's do a. Okay. Neil, okay. Let's do B. Let's okay. Do <laughs> I think we should use paste as mayo on that sandwich. <laughs> what do you think? I only use Elmer's. <laughs> Elmer's glue. And what was that logo? Elmer's glue. What is that little hog? Uh, was it a cow? Calf, cow yeah, Elma, thing on Elma, the front. Elmer the Elmer is a cow. It always kind of creeped me out. Okay, because I always thought it was supposed to be a person, but who knows? I always say this: D- D- Doug, uh, this kid, I have a, Doug Brinkworth, I think his name is in a building in the in the um the paste uh, eater in your class. <laughs> no, the paste eater and his sister ate paste. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's always that one kid. <laughs> I hope she's okay now. Uh. <laughs> All right, my favorite sister-in-law, Laura. Oh, yes. She has a would you rather for us. Oh, what's that? Would you rather be forced to sit until the task is completed and listen to all of Neil's 112 albums featured on the podcast or eat 112 cups of Scott's ring bologna egg salad? I've never had the ring bologna egg salad. Well, I put a picture of that on the Facebook machine, and some people had an adverse reaction to it. It's just ring bologna and eggs with mayo and some spices in there. Nice, nice little mustard in there. Yeah, mm. not my, not in my wheelhouse. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. So I would, I would go with the uh, bologna egg yeah, salad. I, I would think, you know, I would go with the music. Yeah, there except, you go. except sit, sitting in one spot for 112 albums is tough for me. It's. <laughs> We also mentioned a couple episodes ago about our Love Boat casting, yeah, yeah, which you, you said you would right. be on. Uh, or no, you, you preferred Fantasy Island. Right. But I said you would play Doc. Right, exactly. I would be the captain, and our listeners demand that the social justice warrior Ryan okay. be Gopher. <laughs> so we have to do that. Very. Who's Julie? 
Still, still, still undecided. We, we got to cast, cast that, that <laughs> and then, casting call. And then from North Central Pennsylvania, Bud drink. and Eileen drink. Apparently, Eileen has just tried Neil Quill. Okay, and it worked. Oh, she <laughs> fell asleep right away. Dad apparently started to analyze Jethro Tull versus Burt Bacharach. So that's what happens when he takes the Neil Quill. It's, it's, it's really, it's really, it's a really good debate. But Mom got I some mean, great sleep. Lyrics are, are are very meaningful and in both sense, but just a, a different, hey, Aqualung, diff, different approach. Very different. I mean, do you know the way to San Jose? I mean, just we can break that down in so many ways. And by the way, Burt Bacharach music should only be sung by Dion Warwick. Oh, Perfect absolutely, mix. Absolutely, yes. Perfect mix there. No, absolutely. You also ask how old is Al Roker? Yeah. How old is Al the Roker? The three foot, two inch Al the Roker. Hobbit. <laughs> 67 years old and he hails from Queens. Really? What did they say? What part of Queens? And just Queens. Queens. All right. Now, right, no, once again, um, he does look a little older than 67. He he does. He looks a little ragged. I, 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 I had him in his 70s. Is he going to sue me for defamation at this point? I, <laughs> no, I, I, I no. am all over Al Roker over the last like couple of weeks or something. No, reason. well, <laughs> if you do get sued, always go to the OCB law firm. Exactly. They'll take care of you. Larry, I need you. Now, Bud, apparently he's a chatty Cathy this week on uh, feedback. He said that his dad, Pop, uh-huh. Pop-Pop, taught him to put peanuts in his coat. Yeah. And that was a trick that Pop learned when he was in the Army in World War II. <laughs> You did, put your peanuts in the Coke. Did, I, did Bud like it? He, he, he did not uh, say whether he liked oh, it or okay. not. Just and, that he right. did. And Bud also c- confirmed about the, uh, the um, well, I'm sorry. Uh, the Paul Revere. Right. So yes, he, yes. He, he, the he regulars. Be, he could be our historian, can he? Our, he, sh- he, he the can official, be. official uh, OCB podcast historian. It sounds like we'd have to pay him. It's, it's all on a volunteer basis. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Scruffy will get the paperwork out to you, Bud. Have Eileen look it over. It's It's, it's all good. And then finally, big yes. sister Jody. Yes. She had never tried Oreos dunked in orange juice. Oh, so she didn't want to, but I said, do it. And she was pleasantly surprised. So good. Yeah, can I just say what? what she what, said she's not going to go out of her way to do it, but if it happens to be there, sure. Why big, not? Big sister Jody, let me give you a little, little, little insight. Take a, a Chips Ahoy, dunk that in orange juice. Heaven. That sounds a little odd to me. The Chips but, Ahoy is um, good. Not yeah, as, yeah, not the dark chocolate, but the milk chocolate. Oh, oh, I like dark chocolate better. So. I know. I'm just I'm giving you some options here. So that's our feedback machine. And now, Neil. Yes, sir. Let's get on to today's topic. We are not paying Sir John Thompson royalties, are we? We are not. But let's cue him in because we are going to do the Mart. Hello, this is Sir John Thompson. Welcome to another edition of Montgomery Alderodi Rank Them, also known as the Mart. And for our fans, this is this is a, a new treat that they love. Oh. So we've culled through all the topics. We have a lot, a you, lot you, of you, topics on you, the you sheet. You've done a good we? job of putting them together. A lot, lot, lot of choices, and we've picked the, what we think are the top choices this week. What topical for, for this week? This is what we wanted to do because exactly. uh, it's all about us. It's, it's all about <laughs> us, and it's our <laughs> podcast. So. Neil, our first Mart item is Looney Tunes characters birds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you really do have you really do have to narrow it you down. Ha- you, because if you just did that, you could get into Rushmore territory. So, so we've broken it out, and you know what? Looney Tunes other characters may come up in future marts, but we're just talking about birds. So, now I could refer to other Looney Tunes characters when I'm talking about these. Aren't well, they? absolutely. <laughs> so here's here's who <laughs> we have. I want to get the rules down. <laughs> in no particular order, we have Tweety, 
Foghorn Leghorn, Daffy Duck, Henry Hawk, and the Roadrunner. Mm-hmm. So those are our five. So, Neil, let's go ahead, uh, rapid fire back and forth, and then we talk. Let's rank them. Number five, Looney Tune, Birds. Go ahead. Roadrunner. Wow. Okay, I had Henry Hawk, number four. Henry Hawk. I had Roadrunner, number wow. three. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. Number three. Uh, Tweety. Tweety. Uh-huh. Match. Number two. Foghorn Hog. Leghorn. <laughs> Fog. Foghorn, Leghorn. Foghorn, Leghorn. Yeah, whatever yes. you said. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. And then number one is Daffy Duck. Wow, wow. Right? we are it's spot on this. Oh, so no, we're not, because it'll last the last two. All right, so I put Henry Hawk as the least favorite because he's just annoying, and he always annoyed <laughs> Foghorn, Leghorn. Yeah, of course. I'm a chicken I'm hawk. I'm a chicken hawk. I'm a chicken hawk. Okay, but that's that's all he did. Am I the most annoying person in the world when I want to be? <laughs> I'll have to ask Kelly about that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's my one of my heroes, Henry Hawker. Now, but but the thing about Roadrunner, he was my number four. Yeah, your last, it was okay. Me, me. Well, what the Wiley? I mean, I I mean, I I was never a Wiley Coyote Roadrunner Road Runner fan. I mean, I liked it. I would never turned it I, off. I, wasn't my favorite. I mean, the Roadrunner in and of himself, not very funny. But with Wiley, absolutely, you know, Wiley okay. had some good stuff. I yes. enjoyed that. But yeah, Roadrunner by itself, no, thank you. It was kind of a, ah, I'll just say it. He was just kind of annoying, like he was a know-it-all type of person. You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> Nothing could go wrong for him. Right, exactly. And that's yeah. that's an irritation. Yeah, yeah. All right. What do you mean? All right, let's talk about can, Tweety. Can, can you do Roadrunner? Beep, beep. <laughs> Is that, that it? Beep, beep. Beep, beep. There you go. Perfect. Beep, beep. All right, number three, we agreed uh, Tweety. Yes. Sylvester was always after him. Sure. And there was Granny poking around. Gra- you know, he sucked up to Granny. Any, anytime you have a suck up, it's always good. Yeah, Tweety was I, always, oh, I'm so cute kind of shit. I thought I thought a putty cat. I did. I did do a putty cat. So he would say, he That's had his, a few. That was taglines, all right? Right. Tweety is kind of meh to me. He had a few good one liners, but just, you know, kind of in the middle there. Like, okay. No, he, he stirred the pot. Thought, yes, he did. Once again, Tweety. The, the Looney Tunes is, is, is where I, people want to know why I'm so annoying. Just watch Looney Tunes. And you'll see, you'll find it. <laughs> oh, you may I continue. Lo- I love Looney Tunes. <laughs> so our, our number two was both Foghorn Leghorn. The yeah. biggest a lovable blowhard there is. But Scott, that's that's your go-to. I thought this would be number one for well, you. Well, I say, I say, son, <laughs> come here, boy. What are you doing? Anytime we got to go to a southern, a southern gentleman, you're doing it's, Foghorn. It's basically Foghorn Leghorn. Yes. And is that Mel Blanc, by the way? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and what I liked about Foghorn Leghorn was some of his schemes worked. Yeah, sure. Like he'd get the best of some characters, but then sometimes he would be on the losing mm-hmm. end. So very, very um, balanced. Mm-hmm. I would say. And the arch rival, the dog, I always liked it when Foghorn would uh, swat him on the bottom with, with a two by four for some reason. <laughs> Why, I, come here, dog. Come here, I say. I, I actually liked him with Foghorn and Henry Hawk. Those, 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 that combination was good. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> and then our number one, of course, was Daffy, uh, Duck. Daffy Duck, right? Uh, he is just deep. He needs anger management. <laughs> exactly. But I think that's why I love him so my, much. My, 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 What a great foil for Bugs Bunny. Uh, and by the way, this is a trivia. If anybody asks you what's Neil's favorite character, uh, cartoon character, always Bugs Bunny. Right. And and that's why we've never done a Mount Rushmore of Looney Tunes uh, because Bugs is just number one. Yeah, you, you, you know that. Yeah, what else is there? Um, but uh, he, he was a perfect foil and a perfect... Uh, oh, my God. Yes. And <laughs> da- Daffy is Robin Hood, one of the best cartoons oh. ever made. 
and the duck season, rabbit season. Uh. Daffy, just his slow burn with bugs getting the upper hand uh. every time. Gold. Oh, Comedy just, gold. It's just, um, it's, yeah. Yes, and Mel Blanc doing I mean, he's, he did both, both voices. Oh, Looney Tunes. So, the Looney Tunes. Daffy Duck. <laughs> the birds. Daffy Duck is number one. Neil, uh, let's, let's take a... Pickable! <laughs> You're despicable. <laughs> let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to finish up some marts that people are going to be riveted by. Oh, can't, can't wait. Have you received a DUI from eating too many OCB bourbon balls? Are your family members under duress from listening to unknown indie music artists after taking Neil Quill? Heavens to Betsy. I took a shot of Neil Quill after eating a few OCB bourbon balls and lost all of my material possessions, memories, and dignity over a five-day period. Somebody help me! The OCB Law Firm can help you. Did you buy a defective lawnmower from neighbor Jeff's mower madness sale and now need to take him to small claims court? Do you need to sue the big snack cake companies for contributing to your diabetes? I might be getting the diabetes from hard candy, not snack cakes, but why is the mower still an issue? Jeez. The OCB law firm can guarantee you a huge settlement. Do you need justice for purchasing a neighbor Jeff Moab Madness three-wheel lawnmower that doesn't start and he refuses to fix it or take responsibility for it? We will sue anyone into submission. What do I need to do to get these clowns from stop harassing me? The lawnmower works. The OCB law firm can help with personal injury, auto accidents, and family law. We, we are, are ready, ready to help, to help you. you. Call 1-800-OCB-JUSTICE to get justice now. The OCB law firm is ready and willing to litigate all of your litigious items on a first-come, first-served basis. So when Daffy Duck had a shotgun in his mouth, he got his, his feet blown off. No, it went to the other side. It went to the other <laughs> side, and then he had to put it back down. And of course, Bugs was oh, despicable, Bugs. and Elmer didn't care because he's uh, an idiot. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. I'm doing a little uh, different uh, accent, a little yeah. different and syllables I, and there. And it, it threw Neil. me off a little bit. Are you ready for the, Scott, are you ready for the toilet joke of the week? Neil, you know I live for this. Every week, what is the one thing I want to hear? <clears> it's a toilet, toilet joke. joke. Exactly. All right. So this is the, we have a lot of these to go, but here we go. <laughs> oh, that's what, not a good sign. Okay. What happened to the man who only ate Skittles? I don't know, Neil. What happened to the man who only ate Skittles? He farted rainbows. <laughs> I don't write them. Uh, uh, taste the rainbow? Smell Ooh. the rainbow. I don't think much thought was put into that one. I'm just well, I, reading I know you're just reading them. <laughs> I'm responsible for the marks. <laughs> the marts. Hey, speaking of marts, uh, Sir John Thompson, what are we doing? Hello, this is Sir John Thompson. Welcome to another edition of Montgomery Alderodi Rank Them, also known as the, the Mart. Neil, this this is a mart that's near and dear to both of our hearts. Uh, it's well overdue. <laughs> People want to know. People want to know, and they're going to get it. They're going to get a big breakdown of this. We're going to mart and rank the vowels. That's correct. That's right. Wow. A, E, I, O, and U. We're going to rank them. And sometimes Y? And sometimes Y is in there. 
Okay, so our top six. Let's start with number six, Neil. Yeah, yeah. This might be a surprise. I think it's the most overrated vowel in, 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 in the bunch. It's E. I'm done with E. Oh. And uh, <laughs> mine is U. Okay. Me? No. <laughs> okay. Number five is U. <laughs> I put sometimes Y. Number four, I. E. Number three, um, sometimes Y. I put O. Number two. Oh, I put I, <laughs> and number one, the big A. Hey, we both had A. How about that? I mean, it's it's, it's the great, it's, it's the alpha of the of the uh, all right. The so, so the reason it's number one to me, why is that? It's because of Fonzie on Happy Days. Oh, A. Well, you can't also, do that without A. Come on, you can't have Alderoni without A. Either. Well, <laughs> no, you cannot. All right, so so this, much this I this E and I thing. This this you know, there's a lot of rules with these with a lot of vowels. And I don't. Like I that. hate that because I was taught um, I before E, yeah. except after C, except when it sounds like neighbor and way. Like what? And I, always tried to apply that and i would always get it wrong okay. now you know that my spelling is it's atrocious i couldn't sure. spell that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can't spell to save and my life that yeah these those vowel rules that's so e i'm just done with i'm just done by the way it is the it is the most popular popular vowel in the uh well well listen uh from schoolhouse rock i yes. believe it was silent e who can turn a man into a main who can turn a can into a cane Silent E. That's the only thing E has going for it. Besides being in one of my favorite funny words, P. <laughs> now, now listen, I put you... Well, in- well A has farted, so you're there. Well, so, so that's pretty good, right? <laughs> it's all fit. It's all coming together. Now, now, what was your bottom one? E? No, E, yeah. Just over, uh, my bottom overrated. one was U. It's I, overused. As a matter of fact, it's the most used vowel in, 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 in dictionary. <laughs> now... I put you at the bottom, and I why and I, Neil? I meant no disrespect to you. <laughs> I meant no disrespect. It gets the job done. There's just no flash. It's underrated. It's right. underappreciated. But uh, you know, it's just at the bottom for me. I could do P U. And then I had sometimes Y because I like the flexibility. Yeah, the, once again, sometimes Y. It, 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 my name ends in, in the Y. It, you, it you ends. Can you can't here. have Alder already without without you the Y. You can go there. Maybe why make up your mind? Are you a Val or not? Come on. I had O as number three because if you double up the O, it's my favorite funny word, poop. (laughs) No, O is just great. And I I had I as number two because it's not just a vowel, it's a word in and of itself. That's kind of no, cool. I don't know. Once I again, like I, that. I is too close to the E, though. They, they, they're related, and I don't like it. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> they're cousins somehow, I know. Don't like it. And they're both in my first name, but N-E-I-L, by the way. Not but, N-E-I-L. Uh, no, not going there. <laughs> so that's our breakdown in the mart of vowels. Very good. Neil, our next one. Everybody, I think, has done this, and if you don't, you should. It is the mart of chewing gum. Now, all right, uh, just to be fair, we we kind of decided pre what the what the five chewing gums were going to be. Is that correct? Correct. Right. And, so and, there, there are more chewing gums out there. We know that, and there might be somebody right. Saying, and, right? and there might be a, a separate bubble gum one. Bubble Ooh, gum is not in here. I know. But we had <sighs> chiclets, big red, double mint, juicy fruit, and fruit stripe gum. So, Neil, what's your uh, number five there? Fruit stripes. Fruit stripe. I agree. It, it was kind of like the cheap gum. Oh, we're not going to talk about it. We gotta go, not, not yet. Uh, <laughs> number four, Big Red. Oh, no. That was uh, Chiclets. Number three for me was Chiclets. Big Red. Number two was Juicy Fruit. Juicy Fruit. Number one is the Double Mint we're, Gum. We're, we're like pretty close on a top like top pretty threes. good. 
And and the bottom, okay, fruit strike gum. That was always the gum when you're checking out at a grocery store yeah, or someplace. Like mom, mom, can I get some? Can I get it some? It was the cheapest one, right? The flavor was horrible. It would last like two chews, the flavor, gone. And it, yeah. it was always disappointing. Always Awful. disappointing. Awful. Is it still, can you still buy it? I, I believe so, yes. And do you know the zebra logo? The logo of the zebra? What is his name? It's a guess. Ziggy? Nope. His name is Yipes. Of course. Rhymes with stripes, right? So, uh, okay. Ziggy was a good guess. Uh, number four for me was Big Red because it's so spicy. It's like oh, a like shot it. of fireball. Oh, I like, I like it. I like, but it always know, makes you, my nose run. You know, so like, that's so, why it was down right. there. But chiclets. Chiclets. Now, chiclets, like, they're, these are like the little, 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 little ones, right? Well, those are the tiny sized ones in a pouch. Okay. They, they had big chiclets, and I still refer to people with large teeth as having big chiclets. That's <laughs> true. Good point. Right? <laughs> Now, but 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 it had the crunchy candy yeah, shell, right? Uh, you know, but the, it, once again, flavored wasn't. It, it, it was an adventure, there. and plus the box was nice. You could have opened up like half the of it. Box, yeah. You could open up a half of one. Remember? Yes, that was always fun. Right. And, and I preferred the multicolored packs. Of over course, yeah, the, the peppermint was much yeah, too strong. No. Now n- number two was juicy fruit. Yeah. Do you know what fruit it's flavored with? I, I could I could never tell. I never got a particular. I'm gonna go with fruit flavor. Cherry. Well, it says on their website, a combination of coconut and pineapple. What? And some say it resembles jackfruit. What? Juicy fruit is the, uh, what's it? The flavor doesn't last that long. You should, oh, absolutely. It's just horrible for, for length but, of flavor. But, but as a kid, eating that, that was like pure sugar. I'm, I'm getting notes of coconuts <laughs> and, um, um no, as a kid, yeah. that was like a big sugar rush. You would, you had it. Oh, yeah. You, had, you were like, woo! And, and the big pack that had like 24 sticks in it or 12? What was it? Probably 12. Uh-huh. That was always fun. And number one was, of course, Double Mint. Double Mint. Do you know why it's called Double Mint? No, why is it called Double Mint, Scotty? It came from the double distillation process used in producing the mint flavor. So right. double your pleasure, yeah. double your fun. Now, this Remember, is Juicy Fruit and Double Mint were Wrigley. Is that correct? Wrigley's, right. And, and I think Wrigley's... Did fruit stripe and maybe big red Wrigley's everywhere? No, big Wrigley's was big red, and also the okay. sh- and also Wrigley's Field. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, well, sure. Okay, uh, Double Mint Twins commercial. Remember the twins? Yeah, yes, yes. That was, that was- Some of them were kind of woo woo, kind of yeah. you know, huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? And, and the guys, the guys were easy on eyes also. And, yeah. and I like candy that gives you fresh breath. So absolutely, no, I'm all for double. Currently, milk. right now, we Lisa and I we're, we're we're into the Mentos, which is a little bit the, like the chiclets mm, has has, has right. like a candy thing, but but flavorless and the spearmint that that's our oh. go-to right now. So that's our mart of chewing gums. Neil, let's move on to a pop culture phenomenon. Yes, sir. The prefab four, as they were called, the monkeys. <laughs> And for those young ones out there, The Monkees was a TV show and band that was on from 1966 to 1968. Yeah, only 36 episodes. Very short. They won an Emmy for Best yeah. Series, but uh, basically <sighs> the show was hilarious. Their music was pretty good. They had a lot of writers, right, a right, lot of right, different right, musicians. Right. But besides that, good stuff. So let's do the four Monkees, Davey, Peter, Mickey, and Mike. Okay. My number four of The Monkees is... Peter Tork. Oh, I'm going with Davey. Okay. My number three was Davy Jones. Mickey. Number two was Mike Nesmith. That's my number two. And number one for me was Mickey. I'm going with Peter. Wow. Wow. So this is where we're opposites. 
We're flipped. Okay, so Peter, right who, who was born in Washington, D.C., but you liked him because he was the flower child? The, and because he was just like the guy that- The folk singer? He was just, everybody, he was, everybody loved him and he was just kind of the doofy guy that just, yeah, he was my favorite. He was always I was nice. rooting for him. I did like, too, I, but I, when there's only four, somebody's got to be at the bottom. So for me, it was Peter. I know, but the thing about, like, um, I, I'll get to the, why I didn't like the other ones, but you can make, we'll go there. Like, you know, when I was five or six years old, I had a Peter Tork bowl haircut for at least a year. I looked like <laughs> Peter Tork, swear to God. <laughs> All right, my is, no- that, is that really why he's number four then? Maybe. Okay. Number three was Davy Jones. Basically, the gigolo of the monkeys. Yeah. Every week, stars in his eyes, a new girl. He could play funny. He was a decent singer, but not the best vocalist. Yeah, I wasn't into the teen. Even back then, the the, the, the pop teen guy was like, yeah, I'm done with you. I I know why you don't like him. What was that? Marsha Brady had a big crush on him. Exactly. And that's, 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 yeah, yeah. you're Marsha Brady uh, fan. Number two for me was Mike Nesmith, who just passed away this last December. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Talented songwriter, good dry sense of humor. He He was my number two also. Yeah, he really did his own thing. Yeah, right. no, he was he was kind of the odd bird, but I did kind of like him. Also, with the with the, uh, the ski hat, also he he always wore the wool hat. By the way, I just want to say I'm kind of digging that wool hat look. But I wear that a lot, like when I'm playing. Um, I'm becoming that old guy playing pickleball with the wool hat. You're the Mike Nesmith of pickleball. I could be. I mean, I'm into it now. It's nice. It's nice. You know, it kind of leans up a little bit. It got a nice little. It's yeah. Mike, he he was very talented. And also, he had that. You turned me around to that that band, the national the the first national the first band. national band, which great was country rock. Great, it was a great album. I love great. it. Great. Number one for me was Mickey because his distinct yeah. vocals are kind of the signature sound of the right. monkeys. He might have been the most talented, as uh, like yeah, what? he he was an actor. He was a child actor, actor before, and this. he was he, he was. But Mickey, he just had so much goofy I, energy yeah, on the I, show. I, did, I loved I, it. Uh, he was always my favorite. Always he was a little bit like. over the top, a little bit too much. Oh, yeah. And maybe that's why I loved okay. him so much. Two years, imagine that. They only and, and it really, really for, for thirty six episodes, they really made an impact. And that's our monkeys. <laughs> Mark. Neil, let's uh, finish this up with one more thing. Disney animated movies from the late 80s to the mid 1990s. So we called it the Renaissance. Right. This this was the Disney Renaissance. Absolutely. So we're not doing the Pocahontas, Hunchback, Hercules, Mulan, Tarzan. Those, no. Not in this. We are going to do. Not that they're bad, but but just just be. Well, no, they're not as good. Okay, but the the four that we're gonna, the four that we're going to talk about these were in our kids' wheelhouses, so to speak. When we oh come? yes, we saw these many times right. on VHS right. so, in the theater. Right, we yeah. are we are experts on on these four films. Why don't you why don't you tell them what the four films? So, are? So the four films are Aladdin, Lion King, Little Mermaid, and Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. So Neil, my number four is the Lion King. Really? Yeah, I I like the movie a lot. Um, what what was yours? Uh, the Little Mermaid. Okay. Number three for me was Little Mermaid. That'd be the Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> uh, n- number two, Aladdin. Number two would be the Lion King. And number one for me is Beauty and the Beast. Which would be Aladdin. Now, I knew you were going to go Beauty and the Beast because you love that it, one. It's on it's my Mount Rushmore of musicals. musicals. So. I know. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. Right? We've been down there. But yeah, Lion King number four for me. Timon and Pumbaa kept it from being a total downer uh-huh. to me because it's really kind of dark. Um, it's Hamlet. It is. <laughs> And it's a ripoff of Kimba the White Lion, if you remember that from Channel 20. But I mean, dark. Of course it's dark. Yeah, so so that's why that was at the bottom for me. What was your number four? 
the Little Mermaid. Now, Little Mermaid for me probably did not see that. I mean, my, you know, I hate to be gender, but the, the, the two two boys we did not watch it. You didn't watch that. We had it. We watched. They watched it, but it was just not. It's, a, it's really good, and to me, it's the most kitty or kid friendly yeah, one I mean, uh, of these. By the four. sea, I, I really I have not seen a lot of it. So. Sebastian, man, yeah. Sebastian the crab. Yeah. He's the man. Love Sebastian in there. Quality. Good stuff. Number two for me was Robin uh, Williams in Aladdin. That That's what put yeah. it over for no, me. No, yeah, number, uh, that was my number one. Aladdin, I mean, to, to, to hear Robin Williams do shtick over and over and over again. With what Josh and we talked about Gilbert Godfrey yes. in there as Iago. Oh. Basically, though, Neil, it's a Hallmark movie plot. The guy and the girl, you, you know, know I never the guy's that. not quite what he appears to be. And then the girl finds out. And then there's a misunderstanding. And then they get together. You know, you know, you're right. They come from different worlds, right? A whole new, new world. Do you trust me? Yeah, Aladdin. We watched this. Uh, oh my gosh, so much uh-huh. on the VHS. And then, like we said, my number one was Beauty and the Beast. I mean, be our guest. Brings down the house every time. Yeah, Tear in your eye. It's but, awesome. Now that's but not, your number one. My number one was Aladdin. Was Aladdin because of like the Robin Williams now number and um and the Lion King was number two because of just I think. And you really don't like Beauty and the Beast. I like Beauty. I like Beauty and the Beast. Don't it's they're, they're, they're you don't form. like it. Is what I'm feeling. <laughs> okay, you know what? Who, who who's the um antagonist in the Beauty and the Beast? What's his name? Um, uh, Gaston. Yeah, that guy annoys me. <laughs> Oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to marry Belle. I mean, he's what a blowhard. <laughs> All right, uh, Neil, that's our Mart on Disney Renaissance wow. animated films. And now let's go ahead. Let's move on to climate change topics. But no, we're out Again? of time. The, cr- the crowd was excited and then we're done. We were, we were on a roll. I, th- I thought we were going pretty quickly. I mean, we were going to talk about temperatures. We were going to talk about <laughs> floods. We were going to talk <laughs> about droughts. We were going to do all kinds of stuff. Locust, hail, temp plagues. Gonna- <laughs> the sons, the daughters of Israel. All right, Neil. Next time, you know what we're going to do? What's that? We're going to bring back our summer movie madness yeah. reviews where we review movies that aren't out. I have some homework to do this week. I do. I'm, a, I'm actually looking forward to the summer season of movies. I can't wait. Thank you for listening to those two bombers podcast. Spread the word. We're on Amazon, Apple, Those's Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Hi, Scotty. <laughs>